0: In the name of the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit. I mean, and one more time, welcome our uh, guest from Yezada Community Church uh, to your church, and thanks for coming and uh, uh, discovering Orthodoxy, as we always say. Uh, this is the season, as we said, the season that we were just done—not just, but uh, not too long ago. You know that's why we still have the decoration I haven't put them down yet with the, with the Theophany, with the Epiphany. We celebrated this on the 19th, or actually on the 20th of January, and before that, on the 7th of January, we celebrate the Nativity, and then after this, between between uh, the the Nativity, the Christmas, and right. Uh, after Epiphany, we have two other feasts also of the of the of the Coptic Orthodox calendar, which is the feast of the circumcision between Nativity and between Epiphany, and then after uh, Epiphany is the feast of the wedding of Cana of Galilee, the blessing of the Lord of the wedding of Cana of Galilee. So in that season and in that in that uh, spirit of receiving the the, the Lord and celebrating this and receiving the salvation and, and being also renewed by that, comes today's reading and it tells us actually how to act, how to live that life after knowing the salvation, after knowing what, who we are and what do we have in, in Christ and what is the, 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 the mystery, as some folk call it, the mystery of Christ, the mystery of the Incarnation. God himself becoming a man and living with us and taking our nature in order for him to to restore our nature not only just to restore but actually we say to elevate the nature to more than it was before in the in the spirit of all that comes the reading today of being practical about it what is it that needs to be done in order to actually live the salvation we know the salvation we know that the lord came we know emmanuel god is with us we know all those things but now what is it that we need to do in order to live and to continue and to be take this as a lifestyle for us that's why today the 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 um the readings actually start as we as you know and for our guests the day of the of the Coptic uh, day starts actually from the vespers before, from the night before. So Saturday evening is the is the preparation. That's actually where the day, which is the same, the same uh, style and the same system of the Hebrew uh, Jewish calendar. That the day starts from sunset. So in when we when we prepare for Sunday liturgy, actually we start from from Saturday night. That's the Vesper. So look at the readings of yesterday, of the vespers yesterday. And want you to tell me what is this all talking about. The reading of of the Vespers Gospel yesterday, John 5, which is the story of the man that has been in infirmity for 38 years by the pool. So, talking about the healing, healing. And then comes... Again today, this morning, and we look at the gospel of the Matins this morning, early morning today, and talks about the encounter of our Lord with Nicodemus and talking about the second birth and being reborn again of the of the water of the Spirit and being walking in that new life after receiving the Holy Spirit. Comes today the gospel and the reading, and especially the gospel talks the the, the witness of Saint John the Baptist about our Lord Jesus Christ and witnessing about who he is and not only that but stating a very very important statement that we sometimes we are not really familiar with it but he said that because God the Lord does not give the spirit by a measure the spirit is poured into our lives and into our hearts. and as we believe it's not only when we are baptized and getting and receiving the Holy Spirit through the Maroon through the holy unction through through the holy chrismation, but that is renewed for us and renewed in us daily, renewed in us daily. So the Holy Spirit is working and continue to work. And he is the reason, the Holy Spirit, he is the reason for us to actually walk into that newness of life as St. Paul says it. Today's gospel, I'll point out three points, three points. From... Verses 29, 30, and 31 of chapter 3 of St. John. Chapter 3 of St. John. I'll stop and take those three verses. Verses 29, 30, and 31. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice, therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. And then he goes on. This is St. John the Baptist talking. He must increase, but I must decrease. And then 31, which is, could be a little bit puzzling. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. Those three verses I want to stop at today and see as we were talking about about. What is it that we need in order to live that salvation that we've received? We've received the salvation, we we celebrated the the salvation, we celebrated the birth of our Lord, we celebrated the theophany, the the revelation of, of the Holy Trinity. Now, on basic, practical levels, what is it that we need to do? Based on those three verses, I'll talk about three things. Number one is connect, number two is empty, number three is submit. Connect, empty, and submit connect, and we'll take it from that verse that he's talk, talking about, the bridegroom and the friend. The bridegroom and the friend. I'm sure we've all been in, 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 in weddings, right? And you know how the excitement and how the energy and how the joy that is always accompanying the, the, the weddings. But we always, there's, there's one person that's always kind of the, the, the unknown hero, an unknown person of the whole Wedding, which is that best friend, right, the best friend, especially for the bride, right? She's taking care of everything, she's having that uh, emergency kit just in case if anything happens. Uh, she's always on guard, always wanted to to, to, to help in any way and in any, in any mean. That person is the unknown person. But that person, the joy of that person, because she is connected always to the, to the bridegroom, to the friend, the friend, the friend of the bridegroom. And it's amazing when the Lord, when the, when the scriptures is calling us, calling John himself as the friend of the bridegroom in order to actually use what the Lord himself said later on, that I am a brother among brothers, right? That he is our friend. He is our friend. But because of that, as a friend, think of your best friend, your closest friend that you, that you have, and how often do we really connect with that person? Even if it's overseas, right? Even if it's if it's if it's on on a, on a long term of, of 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 time. But we're still putting the effort to connect by any mean. In order for us to live the salvation that we received, we need to connect. Need to connect. We can't say that yes, thank God for the salvation, for the Nativity, for the Incarnation, and then you know all my connection with the Lord is based on couple hours, or one hour, or whatever time that I do per week. And then, what is happening throughout the week? All my connection with him is, okay, maybe I'm, I'm good enough that I can wake up early and say a quick prayer in the morning, and then I go to work, and then maybe at night I say another prayer, or maybe I pray before I eat, and then that's it. Is this connection? That is not connection. That is not connection. A friend that is always there for... That's the true friend, right? The true friend, are both are always there for each other, regardless, regardless, always there, always there, even if not physically, mentally we are, right? I experienced this because my best friends are back home, but you still, every once in a while, you you not every once in a while, you're always actually thinking about them, you're praying, praying for them, they're praying for us. So number one, in order to be practical, in order to live that salvation that we just celebrated, is connect, connect, connect by the basics. Connect by, by the prayers, connect by the scriptures. Connect also as we believe and as the holy and the beautiful Orthodox Church have always taught us, that connect by the prayer style that we always celebrate. Our prayers are not only the prayers that we celebrate always together here in communion with each other, but how about our, my personal prayers? My personal prayers. Where is that? And how strong is that? And how often and how committed are we to that? That's why in, in, in Orthodoxy, the, the ancient and the most ancient form of prayer is what we call the Jesus prayer. What we call it in Arabic, the Salat Yasu'a. The Jesus prayer. My Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, I'm a sinner. And as we hear from the church fathers that they repeated this and they talked about this and they practiced this to the point that actually every breath that they're taking in and out, they are mentioning the name of the Lord. And that doesn't need any kind of special place or special time or anything. I can do the Jesus prayer as I'm praying, as I'm walking, as I'm driving, as I'm doing everything. But it's a way that the church fathers put it for us and gave it to us in order to continue and to be connected all the time with the Lord. Because once we disconnect, then that's the fall. Actually, that's what that was the problem with Adam and Eve. Saint Athanasius the Apostolic says that when they start to look inside and they disconnect from God, then they were vulnerable to the evil. It's not that they just came out of nowhere, they disconnected before. Before they were connected, they were always focusing on the Lord. Once they start to focus on themselves and disconnect, that was the start of the fall, and that's when the Evil came, and then the serpent came, and they fell. So number one is connect. And again, from the verse that we are the friend of the bridegroom. Number two is empty. The second verse that I'm talking about is, he must increase, but I must decrease. That St. John the Baptist is talking about the Lord. He must increase, and I must decrease. And this is what we say about self-emptiness, or as we talked maybe yesterday in the Bible study, kenosis in, in, in Greek. What what do I mean by self-emptiness? It means that I am not living for myself. When we are so much self-centered that everything is around myself, then there is a problem. Then I don't see the other. I don't see the needs. Then salvation becomes just a concept, just something that I celebrate, just a season that I celebrate. But I'm not living that salvation every day. I'm not living the salvation that I'm living it for the others. For the others. As we believe, and as we said this before, that in Orthodoxy, my salvation is the salvation of the whole body of Christ. It's not just only me. I can do it in my own room, and I don't worry about anybody else. No, I am part of the body of Christ. And if I am part of the body of Christ, if I am sick, the whole body is sick. Empty means living for him, not living for myself. And that's what, what John the Baptist said, that said that, he must increase and my I must decrease. Which is an odd concept and principle. And against all the social life that we are living here, everybody and everything, again, as I said before, it's, what, it's about you. Don't worry about the rest. Focus on yourself. Excel. Step on other people. Get your degree. Get your post. Get your, your raise. Get your whatever. Don't worry about people. Yes. But that's not the Christian way. That's not Christ's way. Christ's way that I decrees. And if I, I decrees, he increases in the other, in the other people. So number one is connect. Number two is empty. Number three is submit. Submit. And that's where the verse comes, verse 30 in chapter 3 of St. John. He, 31. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. Who is he talking about here? St. John the Baptist is talking about God, the Lord Jesus Christ, as he's coming from? From above. From above is where above? The heaven? Not necessarily. But above is the Father. He's coming from the Father. Because the angels are coming from above, but they're not the same as the Lord. So when he says that he who comes from above is above all, because he's coming from the Father. The Father is the source, and the Son is coming from the Father. And that's why he's above all. But also it means something very important when he said that he who is of the earth is earthly. When we are all coming from the same level, how are we supposed to treat each other? Why are we puffing up on each other? Why are we saying that, you know what, I am much better than you. I'm here higher than you, so I'm much better than you. Right? But if we all agree that we are coming all from the earth, that we are all coming from one ground, from one level, so there is no need, actually I'm talking about practical ways of living that salvation. One of, the biggest, one of the biggest struggles that we struggle is prideful. And being, you know, I'm better than the others. They don't know anything. And that leads us into judging, leads us into, into gossiping, leads us into comparing, leads us to everything, leads us at the end that I'm not satisfied. And if I'm not satisfied, I try to fill and try to get myself satisfied by any other mean other than the Lord. But here he, he is putting that basic concept that he who comes from above is above all. He is above all. He is the only one that's above all. But we are all, there is no difference between us. That's why St. Paul is like, what are you boasting about? What is it that was given to you that wasn't given from, from God? What is it? You have something better? You have a better skills? You have a better life? You have a better job? It's not from you. It's from him. We are still all from the earth. We are all from one level. If we're all standing on one level, there is no way I can look down at anybody. In order to live that salvation, we need to be practical. In order to be practical, practicality expresses itself in relationships with each other. I cannot come and pray and stand and be here for three, four hours as we have the long service and raising up my hands and fasting, all the fasting, do everything, and I am not able to get along with my friend. That's not Christianity. I cannot be doing everything and reciting the whole scripture, but when it comes to to basic relationship, that I cannot do it. I am better than you. You don't know anything. I treat you as you are. Look down at you. That's not Christianity. That's the base that says that, that he who comes from, he is the only one that's above all. He is the only one that's above all. And we are all from the earth. We are all from the earth. Let's live that practical life. Let's yes, we celebrated the incarnation, we celebrated Christ as as He came to earth, but let's see how we can continue this day after day. So it's not just a season. Day after day. Number one, again, connect. Connect through the whole day. Not just don't just compartmentalize our relationship with God. You know, this is the time, and then after this, because it leads to what? It leads to a double life. It leads to a double life. Okay, it's time it's Sunday, okay, here I am. And Friday, I'm out there, right? That's a double life. He doesn't want this. The friend is always with his friend, number one. Number two, empty. He must increase and I must decrease. And he increases in the others. Really, how are we thinking of each other? Are we really sincerely wanting the other to increase, even if it's on the price of me decrease? If I have just a very, very simple situation, if I have a, an opportunity to serve someone and to go to give hand to someone that needs help but it's not based or it's not with our, my, my, my comfort zone or my convenience, would I really push myself and go and help that person? Or said, no, 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 you know, it's cold now, I still, I'm home, I have to go out and warm up the car and drive and give him a hand. And no, no, he's okay, he, he'll take care of himself. That's not Christianity connect, empty, and finally submit that he is the one that's higher than everybody. He's above all, and we are all in the same level. No one is better than anybody. So there's no need and no reason for us to judge each other. There's no reason to all the time, you know, they have done this, they don't know. They've That's, that's destroying the body of Christ. This is... Three things, quick things that we can think about it as we are moving on to really make that salvation practical and to live that salvation in a very, very practical way that we can actually enjoy what we have and that other people enjoy it also with us. To him the glory now and forever to the ages of all ages. Let's pray our father and then we'll give the blessing. In the name of the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, and the dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Ask, Lord, to hear our prayers and supplications through the prayers of all your saints. It's the session of St. Mary, prayer of St. George. Hear us when we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thee, thy kingdom come, thy will be. Thee. Give us this day our daily prayer. Lead us out of temptation, but deliver us from Christ, divine, the kingdom, the power, the glory. May the love of God, the Father, the grace of his only, begotten Son, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. Go in peace. Peace be with you, all. Amen.